Microman is debuting in the underground on Tuesday. He's been a part of MLW Fusion and MLW programming for about a year or so. But uh, is there anything that people should maybe know about him that they haven't caught on to yet or something you're just really excited about this next chapter in MLW TV? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, now that we're on reels, the MLW underground fan base is growing week by week. Just at 139,000 viewers on Tuesday for underground. And this upcoming Tuesday, it's the debut of Microman on reels. And I think, you know, for longtime MLW fans, of course, uh, people already love Microman and know, know what he brings to the table. Three feet tall, 62 pounds, an incredible athlete, second generation wrestler, best pound for pound wrestler in the sport. Uh, but I, I think for people who are now just discovering MLW, which obviously there's a lot of new fans hopping on board now that we're on reels, I anticipate on Tuesday that they will have their minds blown. Uh, you just mentioned uh, an important stat. Uh, this is the third week for MLW Underground, but it's the highest watched show yet. So some good numbers early. Uh, safe to say you guys are happy with viewership uh it's 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 going up every week so what's sort of the next step because i know it's it seems like a tough time slot but it's still weeknight prime time like right at the end of prime right time. right so absolutely people are still tuning in so how do you keep building that momentum well you know i think tuesdays at 10 o'clock you have people that are watching nxt before us and then why stop the party at 10 just switch on over to reels and keep the wrestling going for another hour um, you know, I think it's important to have alternative products out there. Um, and I, I know for me, when I was younger on, on Mondays and flipping back and forth between uh, TNT and USA when I was a kid, it was exciting, you know, to sit down for a, a long block of wrestling and, and have different options. Uh, but I think for the fans that are new to MLW, the fact that our show is only one hour, it's so action packed. They're discovering all these new great athletes and personalities they weren't familiar with. You know, you can see the feedback on social media and um, you know, people are excited. I, I think for people that have been on the MLW train for a while, um, you know, the deal with reels is a form of validation for them. You've had a lot of fans that felt like, hey, MLW is the best kept secret in wrestling. They've got an incredible roster and um, they just need more exposure. So now that we've got that, you know, things are really rolling. We're obviously excited, but I think the most important thing is to keep delivering great matches every week. So this Tuesday, Microman's going to be teaming with Lince Dorado against Delirious and Mini Abismo Negro. I expect it to be a banger. And, uh, you know, we just have to keep delivering the big time matches. Uh, I, I try because I know some of the stuff is taped and it airs out of order, but uh, Microman also has some issues with real one i know that was uh at least from a live perspective that and i won't say too much but i know at the philadelphia tapings uh that went over really well i heard some feedback from people that were there it, it was well received so uh is that something you consider when you're you're pairing him like trying to build from a talent perspective like these these guys will have the right connection because for the most part it was like lucha stuff and right, right. to summarize it too quickly or gloss over anything but that's kind of the work he was doing now it's more like character work where it's a feud and you know there's clear good guy bad guy stuff going on 
is that something that you look at going forward or is that something that sort of just happened naturally where you needed like two yeah, guys mean, it, to sort of work with each other? No, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, for, you know, the way this whole micromania thing started when we go back, you know, a year or so, whatever it's been, where I made a public declaration and it was completely legitimate and sincere that I wanted to scout talent from all over the world. I wanted to find like, who's the best pound for pound guy that hasn't been discovered yet. Um, and I, I did, I, I went on trips, I went to independent shows. I, I went to international events, you know, trying to find a guy that the U S hadn't seen yet. And in my mind, it didn't matter if it was a heavyweight. It didn't matter if it was a middleweight, you know, who's the best pound for pound. And then, you know, you have this ta-da moment when you see Microman for the first time and it's baby Yoda come to real life. Uh, and sure you have the initial shock factor when you see how genuinely small he is, uh, even compared to other uh, mini wrestlers that there have been in the past. Um, but I think what really, what it really sunk every, or uh, synced everything for me was just how great he was in the ring, right? This guy is not a novelty wrestler. He's a real deal. He's incredible. Uh, and so I think organically, at first, it was important show that he can wrestle. Show the fans that this is not a gimmick. He really just is an incredible wrestler that's 62 pounds. Uh, you know, once that was established, you know, putting him in an environment that he was comfortable in, trios matches with luchadors, and, you know, that's obviously he's from Mexico, and that's the style down there. Uh, and once the fans got a chance to see, hey, this this kid's legit. This kid's actually, like, a great wrestler. Then I think you have a little more flexibility of let's put him in some two on two situations. Let's put him in some one on one situations. You know, let, let's see what he's got outside of his comfort zone. Um, and I, I think for the viewers on reels, they'll see him on Tuesday for the first time. You've mentioned maybe where this journey is heading. Uh, and, and I think it's going to be a fascinating journey to watch. Yeah, I think you hit on a good note right there. Like you're presenting him as an athlete. You're presenting him as somebody that's capable in the ring, not treating him like a joke, which not singling any promotion out, but it's happened in the past where it was, you know, even just something calling them midget wrestlers instead of right, right. wrestlers, like that connotations there where you're like, you're not even really taking them seriously. So why should fans? And then it, it kind of sets the trajectory off in the wrong way. So I've really enjoyed the work that he's done in the ring. And then you also have the stuff like pulling up to the arena on the, the micro or <laughs> the motorcycle. And then just something yeah. like, I still think uh, seeing him backstage, sharing his snacks. Right. Just it, It's so subtle, but it's like one of the funniest things that I've watched and there wasn't much going on. It was just, there, I think there was very little dialogue, if anything. It was like a fight broke out because, like, somebody wanted his snacks or something. Sure. It, you know, and now that he and I have spent, like, almost a year and a half on the road together, um, with not being able to exchange a single word between each other, you know, the, the, the genuine bond that we have uh, is very unique because we have not communicated verbally in any way, even once. And he goes from this undiscovered kid from Mexico, has no idea what he's walking into, uh, and the public just instantly fell in love with him. And, you know, you can't see the look on his face because he's got a mask, but you can see his demeanor in the ring, the demeanor in the back. You know, this is a kid living his dream. Every city he walks into 
every single person is on their feet chanting Microman, you know, out of my now, God, I don't want to date myself here, but the 25 years in the industry, mm-hmm. it's one of the most special things I've ever seen. Um, so you know, I couldn't be more pleased with how this has all turned out. There were certainly skeptics. I build this big search and I finally give my reveal. And there were people that thought like, is this a joke? Um, and so, you know, credit to his athletic ability to prove those naysayers wrong, uh, make me not look like an idiot in the end, which I easily could have with all that hype. And then out walks a three foot wrestler. So, you know, I, I think there's, there's certainly some internet fans, uh, who are skeptical. They take their wrestling very seriously and they should, as do I, as I'm sure you do, uh, and, and give this kid a chance to win you over. There is nobody that works harder than him, trains harder than him wants to live this dream more than he does and he puts in the work you know he puts in the work uh and every single time i see a microman match he pulls out something new that blows my mind yeah uh a couple other names that people might be familiar with but obviously somewhat new to an mlw audience uh john hennigan uh sam adonis and delmi exo are three of some of the the more recent appearances but uh now that you guys are moving over with the new show with reels is and i know quartz talked about this and i'm just paraphrasing but he kind of said like you have some contracted talent like a hammerstone like a jacob fatu but then you have these other people that you work in to sort of keep it fresh and right based on their own availability are you looking at signing more talent now that you have, you know, the, the opportunity to with reels is, has the plan changed at all? Like, because you're seeing these new names, but maybe like how long should fans expect them to, to stick around? Sure. Sure. You know, a lot of it's a case by case basis. Uh, you know, I, I do all the contracts and I'm LW. So you're asking the right guy. Yeah. Are we still looking to sign more talent? Absolutely. Uh, I have two talents in particular this week that I, I've been, working around the clock, trying to get the, uh, the signature on the dotted line. And, um, but it is important too, for, you know, for flexibility of the roster, uh, to keep things fresh for the fans. Yeah. You are going to have some familiar faces that, that maybe are going to come into an MLW ring for three months, six months, and not necessarily three years. And, And I think it's important to have that flexibility. You know, we saw this past Tuesday, uh, John Hennigan arriving, uh, re arriving in MLW and, and, uh, and now he's linked up with Sam Adonis and his wife, Taya Valkyrie. And, um, you know, I think they're going to be a very interesting force, especially with Cesar Duran at the helm. And, um, you know, we just want to keep things interesting for the fans. We want to keep delivering world-class in-ring action, which certainly Hennigan brings to the table. So I think it's a win-win for everybody. I don't have a crystal ball of, will he still be here in, in 2026 spending New Year's Eve with me? I'm not sure, but, uh, let's enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, Cesar's a good example of somebody that you know had a major storyline the Azteca stuff going on didn't necessarily completely go away he was kind of had his fingerprints on it or in the background and now he's sort of coming back showing that he doesn't have to be the main focus of the show and there's obviously something cool going on with the connection to Johnny and Taya and then Sam wasn't part of the original right uh, right uh, can i say 
lucha underground on here sure sure i I don't know any issues with that but uh he wasn't like the the driving force behind that that was mostly you know johnny and penta and uh, right prince Puma. but But now sam i feel like is that sort of variable that is going to take it in a new direction sure i i mean cesar who's always spoken about he wants to find the best luchadors he wants to bring the best lucha uh Look, Sam Adonis for for quite a while now has been a major headliner in Mexico and continues to be. So if the MLW audience is not as familiar with Sam, they're going to become familiar pretty quick. You know, he's a big star down in Mexico. I think he's got all of the tools to be a a big star here in the United States. Uh, A guy at that height that can the picture perfect 450 off the top rope and all sorts of other you know, crazy moves he can pull out for a guy of his size. I really think he's a, an amazing talent, and and uh, I think the fans that it, 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 he's kind of new to their world, they'll find that out pretty quick. Yeah, and I, I spoke to him a couple months ago. I think it was right before his MLW debut, and just hearing his uh, his, his philosophy on working as a heel, and you know, right, just sort of carrying that into today's wrestling where it's like all right you can be a heel but you don't have to like go out and pander to the crowd at intermission and sell a t-shirt right but you know you can still have a connection with them so to speak like i'm i said i didn't want to do it for something else i'm glossing over what we talked about now but uh it it's going to be i think really interesting to see i think he's going to have a good command of that crowd based on what he feels about the crowds he's worked in front of and some of the cities that you guys visit, like Philadelphia. You know, he's just naturally a heel. Look, he's one of the biggest pains in my ass of anybody in the company. You know, and that's one of the, the beautiful things about MLW. We don't have like a room of writers telling you who to be. We we try to find the best athletes that are available. We throw them out there and, and let them do their thing. You know, Microman is genuinely... Uh, one of the, the the nicest, uh, most heartfelt young men I've ever met in my life. Uh, Sam Adonis is a giant raging asshole. Uh, and I think that's part of, of the magic of MLW. We're not trying to force anybody to be something that they're not. The fans can see right through that. I think that's such an archaic way of looking at pro wrestling. Um, just let the wrestlers go be themselves and, and the chips fall where they may. Now, we talked a lot about uh, Underground. Fusion was the main show for a very long time. It's on hiatus now. and sure. It hasn't aired in, I think, two weeks, or this was the third week. Right. Any news on the future of Fusion? Like, are you guys attempting to have Underground and Fusion coexist? Like, anything as well, far as that that dynamic? Yeah, I mean, the focus right now is on underground. It's it's weird how we've come full circle because, you know, when MLW originally launched the the OG incarnation of MLW, uh, the original TV show was MLW Underground. So yeah. it is kind of crazy how 20 years later uh, we get this big TV deal and, and underground is back. Um, you know, we'll have to see what the future holds. There's a lot of interest in MLW right now, but we don't want to inundate the fans with a ton of programming either. You know, it's a careful balance you have to have you know there's other companies that are asking for like eight hours of your time every week and we want mlw uh to be a very easy ask if you love wrestling give us an hour of your time tuesdays at 10 o'clock 
you know, reels is a channel most people get. If you're a cord cutter, uh, you can get free cast value, which is a, a streaming service for like six bucks that's got reels and hundreds of other channels. So, you know, we want to make being an MLW fan a fun, easy thing. We're not asking for firstborn. We don't want you to devote your whole life to MLW. Uh, and, and so that that's part of what we bring to the table. Sure, there's going to be opportunities for other programming and, and, and Fusion certainly could return at some point. But I think right now with the launch of Underground on Reels, that, that's where the attention is. And then what about, like, you guys had a deal with uh, Pro Wrestling TV, uh, a bunch of different other places you could watch right. MLW. How right, does right. the Reels deal influence that? Because I know you just announced one internationally with, is it Azoyat Sky? Right. So Underground is going to start airing uh, on Az uh, Azoyat on Sky okay. as well. Um, you know, fans, certainly there's hundreds of hours of MLW content, you know, between pro wrestling TV and YouTube. And you know, a lot of new fans are coming to the table and they want to start digging into the archive and see stuff they missed. And, you know, I think another important thing, if you're new to MLW Tuesdays at 11 classic MLW plays every week. So you can tune in for underground at 10, see the new programming. And if you want to catch up on some of the, the big matches you've missed in the past, just leave your TV on at 11 and you'll get classic fights from MLW as well. The biggest adjustment I will say is I was just used to watching on Thursdays. If sure. You just, if you just get used to watching on Tuesdays, it's very easy. Yeah. So, you know, people are creatures of habit. I understand yeah. it's a new thing. You know, I hope the fans will keep supporting us, keep growing this thing. There needs to be uh, a wrestling group that's not run by billionaires that brings you real uh, underground wrestling. We need it. We've always needed it. I was an ECW fan back in the day. There's a reason we tape most of our, our events at the ECW arena. Um, and, and I think it's important and I hope fans will continue to support that. Um, I can tell you people in the industry, they're scared right now, you know, cause there's a lot of people spending hundreds of millions of dollars and here's this little engine that could, and, and the fans are supporting it and it's been organic and the energy is through the roof right now. So uh, thank you to all the fans that are tuning in. Tell your friends, tell your grandma, tell your dentist, tell your mailman, uh, send random uh, postcards to strangers in the phone book. Like, you know, this is a grassroots organic kind of thing and we can't do it without the fans. All right. Uh, MLW Underground, that's uh, Tuesdays at 10 on Reels. I know you guys have War Chamber and Battle Riot 5 advertised uh coming up in the next few months anything else on the horizon you want to promote before we get out of here yeah yeah we'll be taping in new york on thursday april 6th we'll be taping in philadelphia on saturday april 8th and uh keep tuning in tuesdays at, at, at 10 on reels and uh the the word this is just the beginning man this is just the beginning um there's real big things ahead for mlw